Before we begin, if you like what you hear on the Tin and J-Man Show, don't forget to rate and review us on Apple Podcasts, and go ahead and click subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. We encourage you to interact with us and keep up to date with the Tin and J-Man Show on social media by liking our Facebook page and following us on Twitter and Instagram at Tin and J-Man Show. Now sit back, relax, and enjoy another episode of the Tin and J-Man Show with your hosts, Tanner Lee and Josh the J-Man Munt. It's Monday night. You know what that means. Another brand new episode of the Tan and J-Man Show coming at you. Episode 216 to be exact. The first episode of 2021. Happy New Year to everybody. And the first episode of season five of the Tan and J-Man Show. Five seasons in. Our fifth. Going on our fifth full calendar year. It's about this time in normal shows where they start making about a million dollars an episode. (laughs) We're quite a few dollars behind that. A little bit. It's working our way up. Having fun in the process. That's all that matters. Thanks to everybody who's tuning in live on the ISC Sports Network right now. We really appreciate it. And the Tan Jamin Show is brought to you by, once again in 2021, by The Damn Landing. Whether you want an epic burger, hand-tossed pizza, hand-breaded tenderloin, seafood, craft beer, or a handcrafted cocktail, The Damn Landing is the place to be. Dame Landing is a bar and grill located on beautiful Lake Mantle that focuses on freshness and quality. And, of course, they got the damn smoke that's available on the weekends and features great barbecue and fantastic steaks. In addition to those, you can wash them down with one of their 16 beers on tap, including a constant rotation of today's best microbrews and domestic flavors or a handcrafted cocktail made using fresh ingredients. Whether it be by boats or by wheels, the Dame Landing is the place to be, located at 1305 Ewing Road in Rochester. And we also have another brand new sponsor to the podcast starting in 2021, starting tonight. That's Circle 15 Golf. Circle 15 Golf is a brand focus is brand focused on bringing tour quality products and experience to the everyday golfer. Built on 25 years of tour experience, featuring the Genesis Glove, the most durable and comfortable glove available, and the patented patent Glove Hub, the first and only glove um, humidor on the market. You can find more information about them at circle15golf.com and on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And I got a couple of their products right here, J-Man. See them. I got the Glove Hub and the Genesis. Oh, that's pretty. This is the Glove Hub right there. Circle 15 Golf. This is the only one on the market. Mm. It uh, makes your glove not get dry and all crumbly Ooh. and crispy, and, and it should... Um, make your glove the life of your golf glove that's a kind of a tongue twister um last about two or three times longer and then i got the genesis glove right here which uh it's made using some of the best leather in the world very comfortable does it fit you oh yeah easy fit you are not getting acquitted and um this is the first non-tailor-made or titleist glove probably in over a decade that i'm gonna wear this upcoming golf season so Really looking forward to it. If you're a golfer or you have a golfer in your family, it makes a perfect gift. I know Christmas is coming gone, but everybody's got birthdays coming up, so mm-hmm. perfect gift. So uh, go on circle15golf.com and learn more about them and their other products today. Yes, sir. Got some birdie bogey for me? I do. I do. Um, Brandon Cooks of the Houston Texans became the second wide receiver in NFL history to record a thousand yards in a season for four different teams. <whistles> Who was the other wide receiver Man, to do that? I didn't realize he'd do that. 
Four different teams, huh? Thousand yards for four different, four different teams. That's teams. a really good, uh, really good question. Uh, Brady Bogey brought to you by Noble Gnome LLC, fresh, locally grown, nutrient dense produce from Bryce and Katie Romine of Mintone, Indiana. Like them on Facebook, follow them on Instagram, and check out their website, noblenomellc.com. Get your veggies. You got it. That one hurt. Hurt a little bit. Yeah. NFL. Yeah, season's over. Season is over. The regular season Seems like came it just and started. Um, they got through every week. Yeah, they had a few uh, postponements where they had to push it to Monday, Tuesday. Um, they even rearranged the schedule a little bit in the middle of October. But man, they got through it, and um, playoffs are I here. Mean, I mean, hats off to them. Yeah, absolutely. Through it. I mean, th- there was bumps in the road, of course. There was postponements of games, schedule moving moving around a little bit. But no game ever got canceled. No. That's really shocking, and they really uh, didn't do themselves any favors by not having a week at the end of the year, just in case. But the NFL got very fortunate. Uh, they uh, didn't have to use an extra week or, you know, have any canceled games whatsoever. Well, and they, uh, they built in a week, but it was really late when they did that. Did they build they a week? They had a week ready to go. Uh, um, but uh, it would have pushed everything back by another week, of course. But uh, they should have done that at the beginning. But, right. But like you said, they got away with it. A little, little risky, but uh, worked out. They Their leadership was better than Kevin Warren's of the Big Ten. He's so not ripping much. on Kevin Warren. He's the worst. He's really he's really not. He's the worst. Show some empathy to the guy. He's the worst. First year on the job, he has to deal care. with a once-in-a-lifetime global pandemic. Show a little sympathy, yeah. empathy towards him. Um, not going to happen. Didn't go well for him. But uh, <laughs> I'm not the only one not showing any if, if, if I can't talk tonight, um, I'm not. I'm not. Not giving them any apologies from my side. You should. No, you're just a bad human being. Just kidding. Thanks. <laughs> you called me worse. So. <laughs> you're welcome. Um, yeah, the uh, games yesterday. There were just a f- handful of interesting ones um, on the AFC side as well as the NFC side, of course. Uh, AFC side. Four teams um, were fighting for the final three spots. Um, Dolphins needed to win or have a Ravens, Browns, or Colts loss. <laughs> None of that happened, uh, which I think that was the most likely scenario to uh, play out coming into um, this week, and it did play out that way. Uh, so Dolphins missed out um, at 10-6. and six. You know, I can live with uh, them. You know, they were – one of the youngest teams in the NFL weren't really expected to compete this year, and then they went out and won 10 games um, with a, a rookie quarterback. Uh, defense played well. Um, and I think it was a good building block year. Now they need to build on that heading into next year. need to get Tua Tungabailoa some weapons. He just had nobody to throw the ball to. Majority of the guys he was throwing the ball to at the end of the year probably wouldn't be on any other NFL roster. Yep. Um, they were just had so many injuries, didn't have great talent to begin with. Um, on the offensive side, and he needs some offensive line help as well, as well as a an offensive coordinator that um, runs a 21st century offense because Chan Gailey, who's 70 years old, does not, and he should have never been hired to begin with. But anyway, not really upset with how – it was disappointing yesterday, but not really overly upset. Well, it has um, to be frustrating to win 10 games and not right, win the playoffs. Right, they're the 14th team since 1990 to do I that. I was surprised there was that many. Um, I, I was, too. To be honest. Um, Dolphins have done it three times um, here this century, actually. And especially when you see teams on the NFC side, yeah, the Bears are in at 8-8. Eight and eight. 
Washington football team in at seven and nine. The thing that I found hilarious and preposterous were good word the um, New York Giants players ripping and whining about Doug Peterson um, acting like he was trying to lose that game last night for him. You guys went six and ten. Don't be whining that you didn't get in the playoffs because of Doug Peterson. You lost ten games. Didn't deserve to be in the playoffs to begin with. Don't I, I would have been upset if that was my I, team. I wouldn't have been upset at all. I mean, of course, I'd want him to be in, but at six and ten, you don't deserve to get in. It's part um, of the division. We've seen it before. Doesn't matter. I doesn't mean, matter. No, nope. you don't deserve to whine about it though, because they've had they lost ten games. Right. They could have just won. Oh, well, they exactly. Did win. I mean, they did win yesterday, but exactly they just won another game. But they they at the same time. I don't want to hear. Peterson, oh, I was trying to win the game. No, you weren't. It doesn't matter. No, you weren't. Yeah. You weren't trying that to win the game. That division's god-awful, and um, he's, he's Giants players should not be whining about it because, again, they went 6-10. and ten. They did. If they wanted to be in the playoffs, they would have won a few more games uh, well, to really I mean, deserve it. They obviously it. wanted to be in the playoffs. They just weren't no good No kidding, enough, but, but they weren't good enough. It's not Doug Peterson's fault why they're not in the playoffs. They're not in the playoffs because they went six and freaking ten. But it doesn't help the cause that he put doesn't matter. They went six and ten. Quarterback six and ten. Six and ten is the only thing that matters. Um, Be better if you want to be in the playoffs is what I uh, want to know. But just got to win your division. Exactly. Win more than six games. Um, Arizona Cardinals, big loser. All they had to do was win yesterday, and they would have been in. Kyler Murray gets hurt. Um, All they had to do was beat John Wolford, and they would have been in. Uh, for the uh, Los Angeles Rams. He might be going against Seattle this week. Um, they don't think Goff's going to be back? Not sure. It'd be interesting. Broken thumb. I don't really see them beating them regardless. Wouldn't think, but Seattle hadn't been overly impressive lately. No, but really cool thing happened yesterday. Uh, at the end of the game, Russell Wilson found out that wide receiver David Moore was just a reception away from a – I think it was a $100,000 bonus, a uh, an incentive bonus. And instead of taking a kneel down at the end, they did one of those shovel passes yep. to him to get him his $100,000. So Tom Brady did three of those bonus. to uh, Antonio Brown yesterday to get him his mm-hmm. bonus. Not like hearing things like that, like Emmanuel Sanders needed eight catches and they got every single one of them. They had, I mean, they were playing for the number one seed, um, but they knew Packers would go into right. Chicago and beat them. So they got Emmanuel Sanders involved, and I think he got half a million. Uh, so that was a big day for those guys. Um, but, yeah, uh, the uh, playoffs are set. Have some real interesting matchups. I'm loving the uh, four games each day, uh, Saturday and Sunday, this upcoming week, because we're used to just two. Um, so that'll be fun. Four games each day? Three is there games? Three, is three there games just three games? Day. Screwed yeah. that up. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, the uh, saints Bear game is the middle game between the three on Sunday. It's not only available on CBS, it's available on Amazon Prime and Nickelodeon. Nickelodeon. I remember them doing that last year. Did they? Um, just to, I, th- I think it's obviously a kids-centric yeah. broadcast. Uh, so That should have been, when you were confident about winning the belt four weeks in a row, that should have been the punishment that you had to watch a couple minutes of the playoff game on Nickelodeon and you had to videotape it for a verification. Um, I'm probably going to watch the Nickelodeon oh, yeah. <laughs> just just to see what it's all yeah, about. Yeah. I don't even know what channel Nickelodeon is anymore. Mm-mm. Couldn't tell you. I know we get it, but I don't, I don't know what channel um, it is either. Yeah. But uh, I didn't know they've done that before. It's interesting, but to say the least. Tanner won the belt uh, the final week of the year. Um, we need to go back and tally who won the I season belt. The season. I think I won the season I think belt. I won but about, about two weeks probably. But it was pretty close. 
even last night was close. Came down to the last game. Yeah, if the Eagles would have won, I would have won by, I think, four. But uh, the football team won. And uh, Tanner, for the final time this year, gets the belt. Because, I mean, you had to run of four weeks. Then I had to run of three weeks. Then you had another run of three yep. weeks. You about had two runs of four weeks. Because for a while there, it was just back and forth. Yeah. Kind of. We we both did really well this week, too. Yeah, we did. Over 100 points each uh each of us. I think it was yeah. 112 to 108. The, my big loss was the Chiefs at 12 points. I'd, I had 15 on them. I should have known. Me. We both should have known that they weren't going to play I their th- guys. I think I even said Chad Henney's good enough to beat yeah. the Chargers, and yeah. he clearly was not. And then the Cowboys lost. I think I had. I had the Cowboys winning as well. Yeah. We both had the Broncos winning. Yeah, I had Both had the Eagles winning. Yeah. You had the Dolphins. I had the Bills. I could not pick the Dolphins yeah. there. Yeah. Yeah, you were pretty confident last Monday with them. Dolphins were rolling. I yeah. figured it'd carry over, and it didn't. Yeah. Their win against the Bills Raiders, hot, but man. it is what it is. Bills are hot. They Bills got the best chance to unseat. Uh, Bills are uh, the hottest team in the, the NFL. The Chiefs in the AFC. Bills have, I think, I have, they have four straight wins. I think maybe six straight. I'm gonna look it up real quick. And each win has been more than ten points. Yeah, whatever streak they have. Josh Allen, man, he uh, um, and, looking and he, pretty bad the first two years. He turned any it other this year. year He'd probably be the MVP guy, but then you have Aaron Rodgers uh, here. He was, he's um, something else. Yeah, the Bills have won six games in a row by ten points or more, which is one of the longest streaks ever. I mean, you, you look at their three losses. They lost that weird Tuesday night game to the Titans, got yeah. blown out. Lost to the Chiefs, nothing wrong with that. Nope. And then they lose on the Hail Mary from Arizona. Kyler Murray. Yep. I mean, they could be sitting here at 14-2 and two That's a good with point. the number one seed. Good point. Of course, they did lose to Kansas City, but yeah. They're a good team. Uh, do you want to go through and pick, uh, or do you want to go back through Let's our revisit our uh, preseason, preseason predictions, predictions real quick? Then we can predict playoffs, talk a little Black Monday, and keep it rolling. AFC North. I had the Ravens winning it with uh-huh. a record of fourteen and two. I had the Ravens at thirteen and three. Uh, they made the playoffs. Yeah, they did. So they're playing really well right now as well. The yeah. Schedule lightened up for them. Uh, they're going to be a dangerous out. I had Pittsburgh finishing second at nine and seven, exact make, same, making the playoffs. They, yep, they were my seventh seed. Browns at seven and nine. We were off. I was I had off them at there. Six and ten. We were both off. And Bengals at four and twelve, which is I had about them what they four and up. twelve as well. This is one where I really screwed up in the AFC South. I had the Houston Texans at eleven and five. I had them at thirteen and three. Yikes. Yup. Thank you, Bill O'Brien. He yes, was canned five weeks in. Yesterday was not a wash for the Dolphins. They ended up with the third pick in the draft yep. uh, via Bill O'Brien. Had the Colts at ten and six. They'll get stay the five there, seed. You, you would think, right? Who knows? Unless somebody really wants to trade up and they think they get a quarterback at three and could give them Who knows? more Maybe picks. The Dolphins take a quarterback. I don't can't imagine they do, yep. but. Had the Colts at ten and six making the playoffs. I had the Titans eleven and five. Had the Titans at nine and seven making so the playoffs. I had the Titans. Did they end up eleven and five? I think they. Or was it twelve and four? I think it was eleven and five. I think it was eleven. Huh? Nope, twelve and four. Huh. Pretty sure they. Were I had the Colts at six and ten. <laughs> I thought Rivers would be really bad for them. Titans were eleven and five. My apologies. So I was off with the Colts. Yeah, Rivers was. I apologize for that one. I don't apologize. I hate them. AFC East. Where do you have Jacksonville? Uh, dead last. <laughs> I did too, but what was the record? Um, of course, I can't get it now. I had them at four and twelve. I gave them too uh, much credit, but I had them one six in the division. Well, they, en- they ended up one and fifteen, but they won a division game. I didn't have them winning any division games. I had them one and fifteen, no division wins though. Yeah, you right on it. Right on, right on, right on. AFC East. 
I had the Bills winning the division at 8-8. Eight and eight. I had the Bills winning the division as well as it at 8-8. Eight and eight. Uh, Dolphins finishing second at 7-9. and nine. We were both off. I had the Patriots 7-9 and then Dolphins 6-10. Jets at 6-10. and 10. I was obviously way off. You had them at 3-13. and 13. Mm-hmm. I had Patriots at 5-11. and 11. AFC West. I think we both had KC winning. Yep. I had them at 14-2. 13-3 for me. I had Denver at 7-9. and 10-6. I do it every year. I know you I know do. Better. And I, I tried to tell you every year and you don't listen to me. John Elway. Done. Donezo uh, should have happened a while ago. Stepped away from. Uh, nah, shouldn't happened a while ago. Last year. Um, I thought it would be coming next year. I thought he was finish out his contract next year, then walk away. So it's coming a year earlier than expected. He's six years old now. Kind of just wants to do something else, but he's going to be around the organization. So it's kind of doing what Larry Bird did for the Pacers towards the end of his career. Bird wasn't the. GM anymore, but was still the president of basketball operations. That's still going to be John's Tiles, president of football operations, but the new GM is going to handle free agency trades, building the 53. So now we'll have to see who the uh, Broncos general manager is for the first time in a decade. So I had the Raiders 6 and 10. Raiders 5 and 11. I had the Chargers 5 and 11. Chargers 5 and 11. They fire Anthony Lynn today. Did they? Mm -hmm. I, I thought that was coming. I. I thought maybe he deserved one more year, but they I played pretty it. well towards the yeah, end of the year. They got but a lot of talent. NFC North. I had the Minnesota Vikings at ten and six, winning that division. I had the Packers winning at ten and six, but I had the Vikings at ten and six as well. But the Vikings not making the playoffs. I had the Packers at nine and seven. They're the best team in the NFC, maybe the best team in the NFL. Yeah, I have a tough time believing somebody's going to go into Lambeau in the frigid yeah. cold and beat, beat them. Especially the way they're playing. With how Aaron Rodgers is playing. Uh, Lions at 6-10. and 10, That was pretty close. I had the Bears at 7-9. and nine. I had the Bears at 4-12. and 12. I had the Lions at 1-15. and 15. Bears are more of a 4-12 and 12 team than they are an 8-8 eight and eight team. But and they're they, in the playoffs. They're, they're in the playoffs. Probably save Matt Nagy and uh, Ryan Pace's job. Probably. We'll probably, see. Probably. It, it really shouldn't matter, but I think it did. Yeah, I had the Lions at 1-15, and 15, so... They weren't as bad as I thought they were going to be. Still weren't good. I have the New Orleans Saints winning the South, which they did. I had the Buccaneers at thirteen and three. I had the Saints at twelve and four. I had the Bucks at twelve and four, getting the five seed, and that's what they did. And I think they ended up eleven and five, though. I had the Saints at ten and six, missing the playoffs, but mm. that, uh, they obviously made it. Then I had Falcons eight and eight, Carolina seven and nine. I had the Falcons at nine and seven, and Carolina at three and thirteen. I thought they were going to be really bad this year, and they weren't great, but they were better. Matt Rule did a better job than I expected them to. They play hard for him. Yep. Philadelphia Eagles, I had one in the East at 10-6. and six. No reason why they shouldn't have, but uh, Carson Wentz says no. I had the Philadelphia Eagles at 12-4, and four, winning the division. I had Dallas Cowboys at 6-10, and 10, which is pretty spot on. I had them at 11-5. and five. I had both the Cowboys and Eagles in the playoffs. I had the Giants and football team both at 4-12. and 12. I had the football team at 3-13 and 13, and the Giants at 2-14. and 14. I had a lot of teams doing really bad. They, just, they should have banned that division. Football team's going to get murdered by – who do they even play? Buccaneers. Oh, Bucks. Um, yeah, gonna, they have to go to Washington to Alex the Smith, great story. Definitely the comeback player of the year, but doesn't throw the ball downfield enough for them to even have a chance. No, they're going to get Bay. beat by 28. I had the Seattle Seahawks, one in the West, which they did at 13-3. and three. I had San Francisco at 15-1. <laughs> they dealt with a lot of injuries. Yeah, they weren't going to be 15-1, no. though. The stupid computer playoff predictor. I had the San Francisco 49ers at 11-5. and five. I had the Rams and Seahawks at 11-5. and five. I, had, I had all three in the playoffs. I had the Rams at 11-5 and five as well. I had the Cardinals at 2-14. and 14. I had the Cardinals at 9-7. and seven. They ended up 8-8. 2-14. Eight eight. Yeah. That was... 
Really bad. And then for Super Bowl, I had Seahawks playing the uh, Ravens with the uh, Seahawks winning the Super Still Bowl. Still a possibility. Still a possibility. It wasn't too far off. I, I guess. have the Ravens over the Bucks. Sir. I had the Buccaneers over the Niners and the Ravens over the Chiefs in the conference championship games. Hmm. So we'll see. I mean, Ravens and Bucks still in play. Yeah? I don't. I mean, yeah, they're both play, playing actually pretty good football right now. But I don't think they're going to represent their conferences. <laughs> First game on Saturday is the Indianapolis Colts at the Buffalo Bills. I don't give the Colts much of, much, much of a shot here. I don't either. Um, Crazier things have happened. We, we've talked the Bills up quite a bit during this episode. Yeah. Um, I don't know. We've seen Frank Reich uh, be a part of one of the best playoff comebacks ever when he was part of the Bills against the Oilers in 93, but uh, now he's on the opposite sides of the Bills coaching with the Colts. And, uh, yeah, the the Bills fans can finally go to game a game this weekend. They're 6, having 000. over 6,000. But that, that they're going to be a pumped-up 6,000. I mean, it's... Tickets as low as 13,000. Yeah. That's the uh, cheapest ticket, $13,000. Dollars. Wow. What are they doing up there in Orchard Park? Dollars. Yeah, I hear you. Not yen. Dollars. dollars not pesos. Dollars. Jeez. Wow, that's a you, lot you, of coin. You look at these other playoff tickets. The Tennessee Baltimore game tickets as low as two twenty nine. That's not bad for a playoff game. Seven seventy five for New Orleans, five forty for Pittsburgh. Thirteen thousand is the cheapest ticket right now. <sighs> Give me Buffalo by three touchdowns. I just think Josh Allen's playing how, great how football. How expensive would a Cleveland Brown home playoff ticket be if if, if Buffalo's 13,000? I'd say less than that. Yeah, probably. That's a lot. Yeah, that's that's <laughs> absurd. It's absurd. Um, but yeah, you like the Bills, I like the Bills. Los Angeles Rams at the Seattle Seahawks. Well, we were just mentioning it a few minutes ago. Don't think it'll matter who plays quarterback for the Rams. I think the Seahawks win either way. I agree. Give me the Seahawks. The primetime game, you knew uh, the NFL is going to put the NFC East team on primetime. It's the Tampa Bay Buccaneers at the Washington football team. Yeah, I think Tampa Bay wins. I don't know the status of Mike Evans. Uh, went down with a knee injury yesterday. Arian said today if he's 80%, he will go. So I, I guess he'd only played on really one leg the entire season, according he to He gets uh, hurt Bruce. a lot. Yeah. Um, they got enough weapons without him. Yeah, give me Tampa Bay pretty big. Sunday afternoon, interesting matchup here. Baltimore at Tennessee. Tennessee went into Baltimore and beat them in overtime earlier in the year. Uh, and uh, Tennessee beat Baltimore in the playoffs last year. Yeah, forgot about that. I think Baltimore gets revenge. I, I agree, too. Baltimore's playing well. That'd be a good game, though. Probably um, the game of the weekend. Yeah, that's definitely, Smash the, mouth definitely the matchup of the weekend, in my opinion. Uh, Tennessee's defense has not been that great. But they can ground and pound with uh, Derrick Henry. Ryan, He's amazing. Ryan Tannehill's so freaking clutch, too. I don't know where he got that. It certainly wasn't After in Miami. he left Miami, he just found something. Get him away from Adam Gase. Look what happened. See what the Jets can do with Sam Darnold away from Adam Gase. Even though, uh, yeah, we'll talk college football in a little bit. Justin Fields is making a case to be number two pick. Dash Chicago Bears at New Orleans. It looks like it's going to be Drew Brees' last rodeo, as it should be. Uh, I don't think he'll be the only older quarterback that this is his last rodeo. Um, I think Rivers is done, too. I agree. Maybe Big Ben. I think Tom comes back for one more year. Um, and with that said, I, th- I think uh inspires the Saints, and the Saints are a better team than the Bears. I think the Saints win, but it's going to be a sloppy game. Saints by a wide margin, in my I opinion. I think it's pretty easy. Yeah. 
Cleveland Browns at the Pittsburgh Steelers. Browns' first playoff game since, was it 2001? 2002. 2002. I think, I think Kelly Holcomb was their quarterback back then. Yikes. Um, the Browns get the upset. I'm going to differ with you for the first time. Uh, give me Pittsburgh, just to be different. I um, think Browns can absolutely do it. But with a healthy Pittsburgh defense, um, Big Ben playing this week, I uh, think uh, Pittsburgh gets her done. Yeah, that'll be a fun one to watch. Mm-hmm. Transitioning to on this day, you want to uh, learn? Or you got one more. One more NFL thing, uh, Black Monday today. Yes. Uh, a lot of jobs open. Like we said, seven GMs open. Your best guess of who might fill some of the head coaching vacancies. <laughs> Just throw some guesses up. Thanks. Um, or some names. I mean, you don't have to, I guess, some names to watch for maybe. New York Jets is open. Yep. Jacksonville Jaguars open. Yep. Houston Texans open. Yep. Atlanta Falcons open. Yep. Who am I missing? See Detroit. Detroit Lions open. Chargers. Chargers are open. Just mention that one. I think. Will that, that be it? Will anybody else open? Hmm. Will Philadelphia become open this week? Could come open. Don't think it will. Um, I don't think it will either, but if they keep Peterson, I think that definitely ends if, the Wentz era. If the be- uh, Bears get blown out, I could see Matt Nagy being canned. could see with a new GM, Vic Fangio maybe. I know you say they say. I think but he's pretty safe. You don't know that until the new GM I comes know, out. I just think he's pretty um, safe. Cause, could yeah. see that one opening, though. I uh, could see Mike McCarthy getting canned after one That year. would surprise me. Um quite a few uh i think the number one candidate should be brian dable uh, buffalo bills offensive coordinator what he's been able to do for josh allen's career that offense is ridiculous stefan diggs might be the best receiver in football right now um he should be the top candidate for a lot of um coaching positions head coaching positions jets have already asked to uh or ask permission to interview him he can't interview until after this jets are also interviewing Um, the uh, rams defensive coordinator yes uh urban meyer is a candidate. He uh, wants $12 million a year. Not sure an NFL franchise wants to give it to him. Jacksonville might do it. The cons have the money. They got the money. Um, Pat, Patty Fitzgerald has been mentioned, and he's that supposedly. Would be, that would be the one if the Bears opened up. That makes a lot of sense. Yeah, he's from, uh, I think he's from Orland Park, maybe Oak. Because his Brooke, kids are still in high Park. school. He's been on record in passing. Yeah. He didn't want to do anything until his kids graduated. I don't know. It's interesting this is the first time his name's been mentioned as a possibility because it's always been no, no shot, no shot. But now he's like, it's sounding like he's open to it. That would really shake up the Big Ten West. I think he's doing it to set himself up for the future. I think he's getting interview Good. experience. Yeah. And then a few years when his kids are graduating yeah. from high school, boom. But if sense. there's a year to get, get away from Northwestern, it might be now. New defense coordinator coming in because his defense coordinator of many, many years retired. New AD. New athletic director, yes. He might, and that was an old Northwestern football team. It might be a rebuilding job next yeah. year or two. Maybe he doesn't want to do that. Um, yeah. Jim Harbaugh, over the weekend, it was rumored that they were getting close to a six-year extension with Michigan. The rumor has it today why they haven't come to terms is Harbaugh really wants to get back in the NFL. He's putting feel, feelers out there to see if anybody's interested. Watch for Detroit for that one. Yeah, It just I, seems like a line. I bet he goes back to Michigan and gets that extension, though. I don't think any don't NFL team. I don't know I don't know why any NFL team would want him. Yeah, I don't, I, I don't know. Speaking of former head coaches in the NFL, uh, Bill O'Brien and Adam Gase are both two candidates for the Alabama offensive coordinator job. Yep. Uh, that'd be interesting. Um, Steve Sarkeesian left to become uh, Texas's yep. Texas, um, head uh, coach. If you would have told me back to 2017 when they hired, hired uh, Mark Herman, 
Tom Herman. Tom. I always want to call him Mark Herman's a pretty quarterback. <laughs> Tom Herman. I thought he was a for sure thing. Good good coach at Houston. Texas is not back. And I thought Sarkeesian was done after yeah. Washington stints at Washington USC. I thought he was done. And look, they flip flopped. The I mean, way Sarkeesian has taken Alabama's offense to a different level is pretty insane. Um, of course, they have the talent, oh, but they're averaging. 12 points more per game since he's been there than they did the previous four or five years. See um, Waddle's practicing tomorrow? Is he? Yep. Could go. Interesting. Yep. On his Gosh. ankle. Devontae Smith, though, is unreal. Future Dolphin, Devontae Smith. You say that about though. every single – They need a wide receiver, they, Tanner. They do need a wide receiver. They're picking third. Yeah, yeah. now they got third. Yeah, he might make – he might fit there. That would be good, good. Especially pairing with Tua again. Yeah, that that does make a lot of sense. Yeah. All right, all right. You're making me uh, – <laughs> You're not just full of garbage here. <laughs> uh, but uh, before we get into on this day, um, college football playoff was over the weekend, and we've been kind of hitting on it here and there. Alabama thumped Notre Dame pretty well, but Notre Dame covered the spread. Um, Backdoor cover. Of course. Um, played them tougher than, than they did in 2012. But, uh, man, Notre Dame, the next time they have a good season, you got to think uh, it'll be interesting what the playoff committee's thinking. I tweeted this on Saturday that, you got to stop, regardless of what their resume looks like, you have to stop putting them in this number four slot in the college football playoff. Now, I will say no other team, including like a Texas A&M, would really stand a chance against Alabama anyway. I agree with you there. But Notre Dame, we know, has no chance against them. Try somebody else. Why not try a Cincinnati? I know they would have got murdered. Give them a chance. You know, um, Florida, I know they lost two games. If they wouldn't have lost two games, it might have been different because they gave Alabama everything they wanted in the SEC championship game. Notre Dame has this track record of getting blown out in the college football playoff, BCS championship against Alabama. Any BCS or New Year's Six Bowl, they just get blown out. Yeah, they're 0-6 continue. 2000 or or, or something like that? Their point point differential is minus 150 or so. Um, you just you have to stop, stop it. Yeah, it's going to be interesting because Notre Dame, presumably, got to lose a lot. Their whole offensive mm-hmm. line, I think, maybe except one starter, maybe they all were seniors. Ian, Ian Book going to come back with the? Uh, I bet he leaves. No, uh, I think I think he can come back. Yeah, I mean, a lot of those guys. I mean, they could have their team come back and be really, really solid mm-hmm. again. But I think if you play at Notre Dame, you're going to have a good shot in the NFL. So. Yeah. I think a lot of those guys will pursue the NFL, and we'll see what they look like next year. They do have Williams coming back, the running back. He was only a freshman. Um, Brian Kelly, assuming he's Notre Dame's coach, come week one next year, no reason to believe he won't be. He'll be the longest-tenured coach in Notre Dame history. It's crazy. It'll be his 12th (laughs) season next year. That's crazy. Colts, um, I want to say, don't quote me on this, but I want to say Rockney, Sarkeesian, some of the historic greats only had 11 seasons and they either quit resigned went somewhere else part parsed what did i say okay whatever (laughs) it's been one of those nights man i am running on fumes but uh and we just were talking about sark by the way too but uh but it's just interesting that number 11 has the some historic ties to notre dame with 11 coaching 11 years you know coaching at school so but i think he will be there still next year but um i mean he's done a pretty heck heck of a good job I mean, he's got him two playoffs and a, and a BCS <laughs> championship. So. You look at their coaches they've hired since 2000. It's been Tyrone Willingham. Garbage. I forgot about George O'Leary for a day. George O'Leary for like a week. Yeah, day. Um, Charlie Weiss was pathetic. They just stopped paying his contract like 
couple years ago. Pathetic there. And it was now, good for the first two years when he had Quinn, Samarja, all that talent. Got the two BCS balls. I'd venture to say Brian Kelly's as good, if not better, than Lou Holtz. Holtz is, yeah. Holtz won a title, that's, didn't he? That's the thing. But 88, their last one. Still. I mean, yeah. it's so much harder to win one now than it was back then, in my opinion. And Kelly's probably a better overall head coach. He had more success. I mean, between Central Michigan, Cincinnati, and Notre Dame, he's had yeah. more overall success than Everywhere. Holtz. Did fine at Minnesota. Did really good at Notre Dame. But he didn't do that great at South Carolina. South Carolina. Yeah. yeah. So, but uh, it's interesting because I do know, know some Notre Dame fans that want him gone. It's like, who do you think you're going to get? It's I know some of them want Urban Meyer. See, I don't. Notre Dame ties back I would day, 100% want Urban Meyer, yeah. too. Um, I'm honestly surprised Texas went so quick and hired Sarkeesian instead of trying an Urban Meyer. They poached him a few weeks ago, um, supposedly, yeah. and he said nope. Oh, okay. That so makes sense. That's why I thought um, Herman was going to be back. Yeah. And then, um, yeah, it's, um, yeah. Then the other game in the college football playoff was Ohio State against Clemson. And Dabo Sweeney should have kept his mouth shut. Dabo is turning into one of the more unlikable coaches we have in all of sports. Um, he doesn't know when to shut up. He's just, he's not a very nice guy either, from what I've just seen him on the sidelines, even from what I've heard. Uh, so I found myself for the first time maybe ever rooting for Ohio State. And I'm glad they uh, took it to old Dabo. Um, I was rooting for Ohio State as well. I, I like to see the Big Ten do well outside of Indiana. <laughs> but in uh, Minnesota and Nebraska. Nebraska. <laughs> I'm going to stop there because now I'm naming every team. Could name every single but, one. Uh, yeah, Justin Fields put on a clinic the other night. He was awesome. I like Trevor Lawrence. like watching him play. But uh, I, I'm not a big dab. I'm starting not to like Dabo. No, Can't one, stand him. The one coach I used to like until this season was Dan Mullen. He's lost me at Florida. Yeah, He's, I don't like him either. He talks too much. He mm-hmm. he makes excuses. Um, I just don't care for him. Nope. So, but uh, looking forward to the Ohio State Alabama next Monday. We'll talk about that preview next Monday. But uh, it has potential to be a really good one. Yeah, Ohio State finally gets Alabama. Yep. It seems like they're always playing Clemson or they somebody else. They did beat else. Bama with Cardell they did. Jones. Forgot about that. Uh, yeah, with Cardell Jones. Um, yeah, they beat Oregon to get in, yeah. I remember. Um, so we'll see. I think I think Ohio State's going to be able to score on Bama's defense. But can Ohio State slow down Bama's offense? I don't know. Probably, obviously, they're two of the best teams in the country. Sure. There, but two of the most athletic teams we've ever seen, um, both on offense and defense. And any th- other thoughts on the Big Ten's performance in the Bulls? They only had three other teams play. Um, can I say I didn't watch a second of any of the teams? I didn't watch any of Wisconsin's game against Wake Forest. Nope, didn't watch any of the Indiana I d- game. I did watch uh, – I watched the whole Indiana game and a good majority of the did see Northwestern, Northwestern, Auburn. Yeah, that was surprising. I thought Auburn's talent and speed would get them, but they had no head coach. It's a. It was just a weird year for bowls. You didn't even sure. know when the bowls were going. Didn't know which bowls nope. were even going to be played. So it was just kind of weird. Uh, Heisman votes coming up too. Um, I don't remember when that the is. Seventh this Thursday. I want to say is, is it announced? Yeah. This will be the J Man's book of prediction of the week. Devontae Smith will win the Heisman wide receiver. Winning the Heisman. Hasn't happened since Desmond Howard. Desmond Howard, yeah. I like that pick, but I'm going with his teammate, Mac Jones. Mac Jones. I'm honestly surprised Najee Harris wasn't I know. even in the top four. Should've he wasn't even, been, wasn't even invited. He was top five. But 
Uh, J-Man's Book of Prediction of the Week brought to you by Indiana Farm Bureau Insurance Agent Travis Watchering for life, home, auto, renters, business, workers, comp, and farm insurance. Contact Travis at 219-869-4561. His email is travis.watchering at infb.com. And one, one more point I want to make is uh, I did have to chuckle a little bit with, I mean, Indiana had a great season. Don't get me wrong. Uh, best season they've had in years. But I had a I had a laugh with the whole taking the Big Ten emblem off their helmet and the outback bulb patch, and then you go out and lose to a Lame. shorthanded against a bad Ole Miss team. team. Ole Miss can put up points. Don't get me wrong. Four and five. But it was more there. Uh, I thought I would be able to score mm-hmm. more against Ole Miss defense. I couldn't do it. Do love the level of petty it took to do that, though. Respect. Yeah. I, something <laughs> I got other words for it, but yeah, it's uh, it'll be interesting to. Um, they should be solid again next year, though. Indiana should, so they, they return a lot. So it'll be interesting. I thought they were playing with fire, though, keeping their backup quarterback in who had a separated shoulder, and they threw 24 times in the second half, and he was constantly doing this with this throwing shoulder. I'm like, if he rips that thing, you already have Pennix out probably for the start of next year with his ACL. If Tuttle gets hurt, you're going to have to have your third-string guy start yeah. for the first few weeks, and they got Satsanata on the non-conference schedule next year. So they actually don't have all cupcakes. On this day in 1920, the first black baseball league, the National Negro League, Negro Baseball League, organizes. On this day in I would have guessed it was older now. I, I would have too. Um, 1957, the uh, Brooklyn Dodgers by a 40. I wonder if they're still in Brooklyn in 57. I don't know. All it says is Dodgers. By 44 passenger twin engine airplane for $775,000. Uh, might be the first team to use a. Uh, you want me to look up if they were in Brooklyn or not in 57? I want to say they moved in 60, but yeah, sure. I think it's in the 60s as well. On this day in 1975, the New Orleans Jazz set a then-NBA record with a 24-second shot clock by scoring only 20 points in the first half. Before the 1958 season, so uh, it was they moved. Last year in uh, nope. Brooklyn, huh? Bunch of AFC NFC championship games. Um, 1986 NCAA basketball's David Robinson blocks a record 14 shots. Wow. He's pretty the good. Admiral. 1986 as well on this day, Los Angeles Rams running back Eric Dickerson scores twice as he rushes for an NFL then postseason record 248 yards. So one of the members of the 2000 club that uh, Derek Henry joined yesterday, eight guys now. On the club, two Titans. Only team in NFL history to have two guys do it. 1992, Boston's Robert Parrish becomes fifth player to, as of that date to register 2,000 career blocks. Can you name the other five? 2,000 career blocks? Yep, from uh, start to 1992. Abdul-Jabbar? Yep. Uh, Will Chamberlain? Nope. Wow. Mark Eaton, Wayne Rollins, and George Johnson. Yeah, I got, definitely got one. <laughs> uh, there's no way. I've wow. heard of Mark Eaton. That's the only other Me guy too. I've heard of. 1999. Will, Will didn't do it. Wow. 1999, college football's first BCS national championship was played. Can you tell me who won? In Florida 19- State beat Virginia Tech. No. Tennessee beat Florida State. I bet Florida State Virginia Tech was 2000. It was 2000. Peter Warwick. Yep. MVP. 2000 on this day. Darn was the it. Second BCS. I get to, that's my problem. I get the years mixed up. Of the, so the year is of when the bowl was played not the majority of the season interesting 
right? I have no idea. Okay, I'm trying to think in my head because I have a feeling a few more are coming. A bunch on this day in 2000, because on this day in 2000, a day after accepting the head coaching position at the New York Jets, Bill Belichick resigns and moves to New England Patriots. What could have been? 2000 as well. American businessman and investor Mark Cuban purchased a majority stake in the Dallas Mavericks NBA franchise for 200 Yep. $85 million from H. Ross Perot Jr.? Is it the... Wasn't it... Didn't Ross Perot run for president? He did. That's what I thought. Mm. Or maybe... I don't know. 2001, Washington Wizards forward Michael Jordan became then the fourth <laughs> player in NBA history to score 30,000 career points. Sounds weird. Against his old Washington team, Wizards. Chicago Bulls. Who won the BCS National Championship in 04? Crud. Um, let's see, oh four. That that was USC. Nope. Wasn't USC over Oklahoma? That was on five. <laughs> see, I'm doing it again. LSU beats number one Oklahoma. Two thousand five yeah. BCS. Two thousand six BCS national championship. Well, that was Texas over USC. Greatest college football game maybe yeah. ever. Texas yeah. over USC. Correct, Amundo. Jeez, Tanner. And uh, 2019, Indian cricket batsman Chitashawa Pujara <laughs> scores 193 and Rashab Pant 159 no, in 0 as the tourists declare at 6.22.7 on day two of the fourth test against Australia in Sydney. Pant first Indian wicket keeper to hit a century in Australia. <laughs> Did you understand a word Did of that? Did you speak English? <laughs> I didn't understand a word of it's that. It's like last week's Man, cricket. I got to do something. It's last week's cricket one I shared. I'm like, I don't know what any of this means. Yeah, I, I really need to start watching cricket. I should know this. This is embarrassing. This is embarrassing. You're gonna, you need to be the cricket expert <laughs> for the Tina J. Man show. Cricket and rugby. Rugby. That's there you go. That's, that's your resolution for 2021. I'm going to start watching cricket. Uh, I used to, I had a rugby football from a New Zealand team years ago when my grandparents went. Was what was Another. it the All Blacks? Yep, I've heard of the All yep, Blacks. Yep, I was trying to think what the team's nickname was. Who's that sponsored by? Oh yes, thank you. The On This Day sp- sponsorship is provided by, in 2021, like it was 2020, Proforma Print House. If you're looking for a trustworthy, dependable resource for your next trade show, company picnic, or sales meeting, Proforma Print House has over 50 years combined experience in promotional products and commercial print. They strive for fast and efficient response to all your print needs. You need to look no further. Let them be your one source print and promotional company and give them a call today at 574-210-3815. Let's talk a little Cubs real quick. Uh, the Chicago Cubs. I'll let you talk Cubs. Traded you Darvish and very valuable no backup catcher uh, Victor Caratini. Best pitcher in the National League, I should say, you Darvish, to uh, the San Diego Padres. Padres are building up, man. Um, it Big was market team now. Complete salary dump by the Tom Ricketts, the billionaire Tom Ricketts, who is crying poor, even though ticket prices at Wrigley Field are higher than any other place in uh, the world, or at least in uh, professional baseball. Um, it's just pathetic. They traded him for... Zach Davies, who's a decent major league starting pitcher, but then four minor leaguers that have played a combined like 80 games of professional baseball in the minor leagues. None of them are even close. This is just a complete salary dump, which is absolutely embarrassing for one and pathetic. They are one of the biggest markets in the United States of America. They should be competing every single year like the Los Angeles Dodgers do, like the New York Yankees do. No excuse not to. And uh, Tom Ricketts and his pathetic excuse of losing 
their losses were of biblical proportions. That's just ridiculous. They just sold TD Ameritrade for $26 billion. And so with a B. They uh, are crying poor, and they're not even trying to win anymore. It's just embarrassing. The window's shut. The window's shut, all because of that idiot. Um, sell the freaking team, for the love of God. It's I'm so sick of him. I just, I just, they need somebody. Major League Baseball, and mainly Jerry Reinsdorf was the ringleader in this, said no to Mark Cuban buying the Cubs. Mark Cuban would have never let this happen. No. He'd, be, he'd be buying. He'd be trying to win every single year. Too much a competitor. Where Tom Ricketts sits on his hands and says, I got no money. Hate him. Yeah. Um, but good Cubs news today. I was just going to, yeah. Yeah. Len Casper moved on to the White Sox radio booth uh, about a month ago now, and they uh, finally hired a guy, Bouchambi, who is one of my favorite ESPN guys. Um, I think this is a hit it out of the ballpark uh, with this hire, and I'm excited to have him and J.D., Jim Deshays, work together. Uh, it's going to be a fun broadcast booth, so I'm looking forward to that. That's what I was bringing up to you. I was yep. going to say, at least you got some good news of this. Yeah. So. Uh, pr- pretty pumped about it. Um He's going to call about 130 Cubs games a year. It sounds like I can do a lot of still college basketball. Um, he, he just called the Illinois-Duke basketball game last month. Um, and he's one of my favorites. He's funny. Uh, Cubs fans will really enjoy him. So. so he's not one of my favorites, Stephen Bardo. Cannot I think, stand Stephen Bardo. I literally think Bardo. Purdue's had him five of the last six games. He's, he's like their – I would say like their fourth guy. Get him he's all just the time. not good. It's just, it's, it's just, I just he's I, hard to listen to. I don't like his voice. He says the same things over and over mm-hmm. again. He speaks in cliches. Don't learn anything. Love Robbie Humble. I think Robbie's got potential to be one of the to best. What college basketball uh-huh. to what to college basketball what Kirk Herstreet is to college football. Ooh. That's some high praise mm-hmm. there. Yeah, he I, sticks with him. I I think he'll be just as good as like Jay Billis. I think he'll yeah. be sitting in Jay Billis to see. Billis here. probably is the Herb streak um, right now. Yeah, I would basketball. say uh, he's. I think Herb streak's a little more likable. Well, Billis, Billis doesn't care about hurting the NCAA. No, fans. he does. He's going to go after him, which I yes. love that. Which Herb Street, you don't really hear much. Uh, but Hummel keeps it real. Yep. I learned something from him. I think he does a phenomenal job. A lot of people hate Dan Dockich. Love him when he's on the call. He's good on the call. Um, his radio. Hate him yeah. on Twitter. Don't listen to his radio show. Yeah. Um, but I think he does a phenomenal job um, on the call. I haven't well. heard him on a call this year because, like I said, I've mainly watched just Purdue. And, yeah, yeah and he, he did the Illinois-Minnesota game a few weeks ago. Um, and he's really good at that. But, yeah, Robbie Hummel, tops. And I man. like him with um, – Love uh, Jason Benetti, the White Sox guy. With the B. Yeah, yeah, they're, Benetti, they're yeah. funny together. They're a good, um, good pair. Benetti and Dockett are funny together too. It's so interesting, <laughs> at least when it comes to the college games, most of these, if not all of the broadcast, I should say most because I know not all, they're calling it from their homes. Yeah, and really, I haven't noticed that much of a difference. I know Dockage was at Rutgers the other day because he, he posted a photo. But a lot of them are, you know, ESPNs went up to went to their homes and set them up with top notch equipment. And I've seen calling it from their homes. If they are calling it in the stadium, they're up. Yes, like to the second level. Do you think we even when things hopefully this next year get back to close to normal or normal? Do you think that's a change we see put Good. in place? Good, because networks could save money, save a lot of by money, keeping the guys at um, home calling games. Haven't really noticed that much of a difference. Yeah, uh, they, they've done a really good job. I think. I'm sure they would much rather they would be there. Probably rather be yeah. there, but at the same time, they wouldn't have to travel as much. Could be True. with their families. Um, True. I I think 
as a commentator, you'd like to call the action there because you get the feel of the crowd that's and all a, of that. Yeah, that's a good point. Once um, crowds are back, it would be mm-hmm. it would probably be tougher to be at home, maybe even with the audio. Yes, I agree. Of the crowd, it might drown them out. Yeah. So, yeah, I kind of I'm going I'm <laughs> backtracking. Yeah. I'm going in reverse on my take now. But yeah, college basketball. Um, not going to speak too much on it. Big Ten's wild though. We it say is. it every week, but it's Michigan's crazy. rolling. Uh, they had they're the only undefeated team left. Um, in the Big Ten, they uh, came out with the net rankings today for the first time, which is pretty much what the RPI was. Um, Illinois is clocked in at number four, the highest ranking in the the Big Ten. Um, the metrics love them more than what the eye test has told us so far. I think Illinois has the highest ceiling in the Big Ten, most talent, and it's just they need to start clicking. They need to start off fast, it's start out like faster. It's kind of like to me, they have the highest ceiling and highest potential, like you said, but as of right now... Like between them, Iowa, Rutgers, maybe Wisconsin. I haven't watched Wisconsin too much. I would think Illinois is more um, vulnerable of getting like upset in the NCAA tourney early than the other teams. I, don't, I agree. I, yeah, um, maybe not Rutgers. I don't know. But Iowa. I don't know. I think Michigan's played well, but really they haven't really. Played I didn't a even whole put lot. Michigan up in that level. I forgot, um, even though they're undefeated. They're just, they're second at number six. Mm-hmm. Iowa's third at seven. Wisconsin eleven. Twelve of the fourteen Big Ten ten teams are ranked in the top fifty-one. Um, Illinois has four top fifty-one wins already. Um, I think this Illinois team will be better come kind of like an Izzo or Beeline team, yeah. better in the middle of February than they are right now. Um, but then you have Rutgers at 17, Ohio State 28, Maryland 32, Penn State 42, Minnesota 43, Purdue 47, Northwestern 50, and Indiana 51. The only two teams outside it are Nebraska at 186 and Michigan State at 119. I hate to see that. Hate to see it. The two teams Purdue was supposed to play this week, but just got news before we went on air that uh, Purdue and Nebraska is postponed tomorrow night due to Nebraska yep. having some COVID issues, which is the second Big Ten basketball game to be postponed in the last two weeks now. Wisconsin-Penn State on Yesterday was the other one. Yeah. Kind of getting a little worrisome. So. All of a sudden, we're, we're seeing it impact uh, Big Ten, which up to you, yesterday. Yeah. I really hadn't had until had the Penn State. Um, do you want to pick some games real quick this sure. week? And we can get into our 2021 bold predictions. Yep. Big Ten, starting tonight, we have the Maryland Terps heading to Assembly Hall to play uh, Indiana University. Maryland got a big win on the, the Cole Center last week, but I think Indiana gets it done at home. Yeah, Maryland followed it up by losing at home to Michigan afterwards. Yeah, yeah. I agree, Indiana at home. They need to win this one or it could get ugly. Yeah. Tomorrow night, Nebraska-Purdue postponed. Purdue was a 12.5-point favorite. Uh, that's yeah, well, okay. <laughs> Rutgers at Michigan State. That's a good one. The interesting um, one. <coughs> Ron Harper mm. should be back. He played against Iowa, I believe. Yeah. 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 Oh, man. I uh, Izzo's got to get one of these soon. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I'll take Spartans in this one. I hate it, but I'm, I'm take them. I'm taking Michigan State as well. Uh, they need to win it. Yeah. If they don't, it could get ugly for them yeah. as well. Wednesday night we have Penn State at Ohio State. I got Ohio State in that one. I have Ohio State as well. They need to get back to 500 in the Big Ten. Penn State can score points. Don't play a whole lot of defense. Upstart Minnesota Golden Golfers, who've played really well, blew out Ohio State yesterday. Play the number 10 Michigan Wolverines. I thought they were a one-man team coming in this year with Marcus Carr. Um, Liam Robbins, seven-footer. Yep. He's done really good work for him. Hunter Dickinson. Dickinson's mm-hmm. been great for Michigan. Uh, give me the Wolverines at home. Give me Michigan as well. I think they keep on rolling at 5-0. and Thursday night, we have a couple good ones. Iowa at Maryland. 
I want a close one. I'm taking Iowa as well. Um, I just don't see Maryland being able to keep up with them. Uh, Indiana at Wisconsin. Wisconsin's a bad matchup for Indiana basketball. Has been forever. Um, just like they were in football mm-hmm. until this year. Um, give me the Badgers. Give me the Badgers as well. And then the nightcap, Illinois at Northwestern. I think Illinois is too talented. I agree. Um, I know you're going to be I sweating in that one. I'm gonna be re- you're not yeah. going to like that one. Northwestern can shoot it well. Miller Cop, just he doesn't miss very often. Illinois is not really going to have three-fourths um, of the gym full for them this year. Yeah. For them. Um, Northwestern size could pose a problem. You have like three guys out there that are six, seven or taller, but I think Kofi Coburn has his way, and Illinois wins a very close one. Maybe he'll hit his free throws? Uh, we hope. <laughs> My hand hopes. About to break it. Purdue at somehow still ranked Michigan State. Yeah, uh, Purdue's got a chance to knock off a ranked team. It should be nice. They did knock off Ohio State a couple weeks ago when they were ranked. Um, get more preparation, I guess, for them now. I was telling you, all of a sudden, Purdue's got a game this Friday, and then don't play again until next Thursday, both on the road. Their next four games are on the road all of a sudden. I'm going to take Purdue in an upset. Give me Michigan State by at least 15. <laughs> uh, you also said Illinois by 19. So. Well, if they would have hit some free throws, well, it would have been 19. And if Doug Peterson would have left Jalen Hurts in Illinois game. turned it over 14 times, yeah. missed 13 free throws, yeah. gave up a 19-0 run, and still won by eight. Yeah, they're the better team. Michigan they win by 19 plus, Michigan like you guaranteed. State. I got the screenshot to prove it. Did people. I guarantee that? Yeah, I got the screenshot in group me to prove it. It was in an <laughs> argument with our buddy Andrew Eiler. So, uh, give me it's a Mich- win. Give it's me all Michigan. that matters. I know. That's all that matters. Give me Enjoy Michigan. it while you can this year. Ohio State at Rutgers. Uh, I, I enjoyed it last year, too. I know. And you didn't get to play in the tournament. So. Eh, not their fault. I know. I didn't say it was. I'm just going back at you because you're coming at me hot. Uh, well, whose fault is that? Give me Rutgers. Give me Rutgers. Rutgers needs revenge. Minnesota at Iowa. Minnesota knocked off the uh, uh, Hawkeyes. Give me Iowa. Yeah, give me Iowa. Maryland at Illinois. I'll take Illinois on that one. Yeah, give me Illinois. Indiana at Nebraska. I'll take IU on the road. Give me Nebraska. If they, if they play. If they play. <laughs> That's know. a good point. Nebraska has a COVID issue um, here. So who knows if they'll be able to play. That's just I six days. Don't, yeah. Uh, well, if players are – if they have players, they're out 17 days. Really? Big 10 rule, same as football. 17-day rule. They uh, used to have it 21 days. Now it's down to 17 should be 10 like the normal world. But it hasn't been that way in the Big Ten the whole year. Real quick, 21 bold predictions for 2021. Yeah, um, friend of the show, loyal listener and viewer, uh, Sean Shriver, gave us an idea late last year to do 21 bold predictions for 2021. We're going to do five tonight, five the next few weeks, and then six at the week after that. So um, one of my bold predictions, we will see an athlete in their prime step away from their sport and retire this year. That's I don't a, know who. That's a good one. Rob Somebody, Gronkowski was kind of that way, and then he came Somebody back. like Andrew Luck. I don't know. Oh, so Andrew I'm Luck. Not, I'm, <laughs> I'm not saying him. the NFL. I'm not saying it's, it might be an NBA player. I don't know. Somebody, mm. I just, that's a prediction. A, Somebody's going to step away. That's a really good, bold prediction. A Big Ten team will win the national championship in basketball for the first, first time, time since 2000. 2000. Jeez. That I don't is know bold. who it's going to be. That's bold. I don't know if Iowa plays enough defense to do it, but they can score yeah. a lot, whole lot. Uh, as of right now, like Gonzaga, but a lot can change. Right now. Gonzaga whooped on Iowa earlier in the year. The NBA championship will be won by a team that has never won <coughs> one. Ooh. Ooh. Could be the Clippers. Clippers never won one? Could be uh, the Nets. Hmm. Nets are like three and four. I know. Could change. 
There's there's like 12 teams in the league that have never won them. This makes me gag to say, but the Dodgers will repeat as World Series I champion. I almost put that one. <laughs> just too good. They're loaded. Tom Ricketts, idiot. Mine's also baseball. This will be Aaron Boone's last season as the Yankees manager. Hmm. A non-quarterback slash running back will win the Heisman this year. Pick Devontae Smith. Sticking with it. Uh, I'll bring a college football one up here. Uh, someone not named Alabama, Clemson, or Ohio State will win the college football playoff in the in 2022, but for the 2021 season. I like it. Chris Bryant will be traded by the deadline. That's not too bold. I was kind of scrambling from the final one. Had J-Man in mind here. Roy McIlroy will <laughs> win a major for the first time since 2014. <laughs> My last one, the Buffalo Bills will win the Super Bowl. This year? This yeah. year. Hey, it's not Kansas City. Sign me up. I, I would like They'll to, probably get beat I would this like week. You're welcome, the, Colts fans. I would like to see the Saints get it done, but I don't think they do. I agree with you. Before Drew heads off to the sunset on NBC for his announcing career. So that's going to be strange to see. I, I saw guys are angling for Phillip Rivers to join the booth. Yeah, he's got he a head coaching gig lined up right now back in his home state. But, of course, he could do that well see, later. See from North there. Carolina? Yeah. Yep, so... Birdie bogey question. I have Bra- no shot. Brandon Cooks went over the 1,000-yard receiving mark yesterday. Um, he is one of two players in NFL history to do that on four different teams. Who's the other guy? I don't know any wide receiver that's played for four different teams. I know one guy that's played for like three, but there's no way he did it with four of them. Um, I have no shots. Uh, what era? In our lifetime. Probably in our lifetime, I would imagine. Good. Terrell Owens. Good guess, but no. Really Randy, good guess. Randy Moss? No, another good guess, though. Crap. Brandon Marshall. Oh. Denver Broncos. Should have known. Miami the, Dolphins. The Dolphins. Bears. Chicago Bears. Jets. New York Jets. Yep. That's a good question. Yep. Crap. Yep. Yeah, Terrell Owens played for quite a few teams. Yep. My first thought was Jerry Rice, and I knew that had no shot. Yeah, don't worry. There was one week it was Jerry Rice, and I missed it. So uh, we need to keep track of our birdie bogeys this year. Tonight was the first one for well, 2021. I'm a, I'm a plus one. So you, you got plus one. Yeah, we keep, all of our scores going to be horrendous at the end of the year. I'm, but uh, I'm going to start keeping yep, count right now. Down. Mark it down. I like it. So uh, uh, while you're doing that, I'll wrap us up for the first episode of 2021, the first episode of Season 5 of the Tan and J-Man Show. Thanks for watching on the ISC Sports Network. Thanks for listening on whatever uh, podcast platform you're listening on. If it's Apple Podcasts by chance, please give us a rating and review. really helps us out. Uh, buy some Tan and J-Man Show merchandise. J-Man's wearing a hoodie. I'm wearing a T-shirt. Plenty of T-shirts, hoodies, mugs. We got a Book It T-shirt and mug on the, on the website. You can uh, go to our Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram account, click the link, and I'll, you can go right to our merchandise store. Plenty of stuff there for a, for gifts for somebody, or if you just want to support our show, we really appreciate it. Um, like like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Tan and J Man Show if you haven't already. And uh, we'll be back next Monday, same time, same channel, live on the IC Sports Network for episode. Uh, what did I say this was? for episode 217 next week. Stay healthy, stay safe, and stay sane, my friends.